morning. Would you wear clean but used underwear? This was the question that I was asked by several of our youth while serving alongside of them on our most recent mission trip. We had been organizing a clothing shed for an organization in Austin called Casa Marianella, which welcomes displaced immigrants and promotes self-sufficiency by providing shelter and support services. As the youth were folding and organizing clothing donations, they had come across a pair of clean but used underwear. I quietly let them have that moment of wonder and shock as they questioned one another about this particular donation. And then they turned their question to me. So would you, Miss Jen? Would you wear used underwear? These types of questions never come at a time when you have had a moment to think through your response. You just open your mouth and you hope that the Holy Spirit will guide your thoughts and your words. I would pray that I would never have to, but the truth is, I have never had to escape my home or flee my country with just the clothes on my back. I've never had to be imprisoned for seeking a safer life for myself or my children, only to be released with yet again just the clothes on my back. So I can't say that I wouldn't wear clean but used underwear if those were the only underwear that I had. And at that moment, the youth and I stood in that clothes shed, silent. An unspoken moment of understanding between us all, hoping that we would never have to make that decision, but knowing that if in fact we had to, that we would gladly wear that donated piece of clothing. What lengths might you go to survive? Would you sleep on the sidewalk in front of an ice cream parlor on a busy city street? Or would you sleep in a tent underneath an overpass in the middle of a downtown city? Would you share a room filled with strangers and bunk beds in order to have a relatively safe place to lay your head? Would you eat food straight from a garbage can? Would you accept food and used clothing from strangers? Would you learn a new language in order to survive in a new country? Would you leave your social status in one country in order to have safety and protection in another? Would you leave your family behind? in the hopes of one day bringing them to this new country once you were established. Would you be grateful? Would you be bitter? What lengths might you go to survive? Several weeks ago, our rec youth went to great lengths to help those in need right here in our San Antonio and Austin communities. As a youth group, we have spent many, many years driving great lengths to serve those in other states and in other communities. 
And although I believe that those experiences were worthwhile for us in order to be aware of the needs in our world, last year, Josh and I began talking about a different way to serve with our youth as we move forward. We wanted to serve within our own backyard. The first three days of the week, we served the New Braunfels Food Bank, Interfaith Welcome Coalition, Christian Assistance Ministry, and Ronald McDonald House. We packed over 600 meals for seniors, went grocery shopping for seniors, packed backpacks for those passing through our San Antonio airport, <clears throat> packed food bags for the homeless, hygiene bags, and even made warm fleece blankets. Thursday and Friday, we spent time in Austin at Casa Marianella and at St. David's Episcopal Church working alongside their homeless ministry called Trinity Center Austin. We stared into the eyes of those that God loves, and we listened to their stories. We did not shy away from the hard conversations, and we did not pretend to have any answers. We simply entered into a moment and did what we could to help. As followers of Jesus, I believe that is what we are called to do. This morning, as we listen to our gospel reading from Mark, I can't help but wonder about the lengths that people will go. The lengths people will go when they are scared or when they are brave. To get what they want or to get what they need. The lengths that people will go to be right or to stand up for what is right. To get revenge or to make peace. The lengths that people will go to avoid accountability for their actions or to admit their wrongdoings. To run from the truth or to speak the truth. To save their reputation or to do the right thing. To protect those that they love or to protect those that God loves. Our passage picks up this morning from where we left off last week. The name of Jesus is on everyone's lips and those in Jesus's hometown are not having it. Jesus is amazed by their unbelief, so he decides to move on to other villages to continue his ministry and his teaching. He gives his disciples specific instructions and then sends them out two by two to proclaim the message of God and repentance. Well, King Herod catches wind of things and he is convinced that Jesus is really John the Baptist, brought back to life. I'd like to think that Herod was hoping for a second chance here, maybe to make things right. Because all of a sudden we experience this flashback sequence where we hear about the lengths that Herod and his family went in the midst of their fear and their guilt and their shame. The lengths that Herod and his family went in order to run from the truth and seek revenge. The lengths that they went to forever silence the voice of John the Baptist the voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. 
The opportunity presented itself, and Herod and his family took the life of John the Baptist in a very tragic and violent way. One commentator shared, instead of treating Herod as a unique villain, perhaps Mark urges audiences to see him as representative of the kind of moral bankruptcy that can fester inside human societies, corporations, families, and institutions. And that speaking truth to power often requires more than one voice. It needs to be a collective effort involving a community. As humans, we question who we are and how we should act as life pushes and pulls us in conflicting directions. The lengths that we are willing to go. And as in the story of Herod's struggle, there are lives at stake as we decide which actions we will take. As readers, we can easily see that Herod is making a mistake. But the challenge for us as the body of Christ is to read our own decisions in light of that same story and ask ourselves whether the lengths that we are willing to go are self-protective or part of God's transformation of the world. Silence about the wrong that we see might be more convenient and silence might even preserve one's life. But silence will not do in the call to proclaim God's message. What lengths are we willing to go to to share the love of Jesus with a hurting world? We go to great lengths for those we love, but do we go to those same lengths to share the love of Jesus with those that Jesus loves. We will never look into the eyes of someone that God does not love. Always be kind. Amen.